Hi, my name is Miles. Hi, my name is Gibby. We're partners in Crip back with our third episode. Yay! Hello! We're back from uh, being gone for like a year and a, maybe a billion. <laughs> Felt like a pretty long little vacation for us. Yeah, I went to... So I guess we'll tell you where we were. I went to my sister's wedding. I did not. Um, no, he had to work, unfortunately. And if you follow us on TikTok... Or if you follow us on Instagram, Instagram, we were posting about the fact that there wasn't going to be an episode for a little while because yeah. Miles couldn't come with me to the wedding and there was no way I was going to be able to film while I was at the wedding. And then also I got super sick for about a month. We both got, we both got a little bit sick. No, um, no, no. You, you got a little bit sick. I was dying. Yes. I went to the doctor and I, and she, she looked at, so I had a, a severe sore throat is the only way I could describe it. I still get it if I talk too much, which is why this might be a little iffy, but we'll see. We'll do as much as we can. If we uh-huh. can't continue, if we have to do this in two parts, I don't care. I don't want to like strain my voice too much because I'm an actor and I need it <laughs> to mm. make money. <laughs> so yeah, I was very, very ill. I went to the doctor. She looked at the back of my throat for like 0.5 of a second and she went, ah, you know, what's wrong with you. You're good. You're fine. Just a little sick. Yeah, I was so mad, but she was right. It, it did go away on its own, so I just had, like, the weirdest bug. It wasn't COVID. We have not had COVID yet. Yeah. Yeah, and then after that, I had my birthday, and then we went to went to Newfoundland for we a little while. We went to Newfoundland. I guess you know now that we no longer, we don't live in Newfoundland. I mean, we can say where we live, right? Yeah, it doesn't matter. We live in Nova Scotia, yeah. which is right next to Newfoundland, but, like... Not really, because it takes a long time to get to an island. Demaritimers. Demaritimers. We went to go visit our lovely friend Emma Cole. Yay! Yeah. Emma Emma made the cover art for this wonderful podcast that we get to make. And she also came up with the name Partners in Crit. And I'm always going to link her website in the space below, or the space in where you get your info for podcasts. So please go check out her everything. She's really cool and um, thank you so much, Emma, for having us for a whole week in Newfoundland and showing us the sights and being the hostess with the mostest. Thank you, Emma. Thank you, Emma. <laughs> so. So now. Now. Uh, it is my turn again to play as a character that Gibby wrote a story based off of. Yeah. So Miles made a character. in and it. I was going to say his name, but I'll let you say his name. Okay. <laughs> Instead, I will say Hananeh. Hananeh. <laughs> um, my character's name is Rome. Uh, he is Ooh. a... Six- ah, sorry. <laughs> He is a sixth level rogue, and he subclasses into a scout. He's a human, uh, and he is uh, an anthropologist. Yeah, we haven't had any humans yet. Or rogues. So this is like two new things. Obviously, we're only three episodes in, so... It's it's a very it's a very monotone character compared to the last two that we've done. No spells, no real big like gimmicks or uh, secret spell cards. He's got a cool backstory though, if you'd yeah. like to tell it. All right. You wanna go ahead and Tell us Rome's backstory. Let's see if I can read my own writing. Growing up in an anthropological household, uh, Rome followed his parents across the land, working with underground dwarf smugglers to gain access to secret societies and learn about them. And when I say dwarf smugglers, I don't mean like people who smuggled dwarves. I mean like dwarves who smuggled things. I don't think anybody thought that you meant 
people who smuggle dwarves, okay. but continue. <laughs> my if mind you, if, I apologize if you did think that, but I don't mean to be condescending. <laughs> Sorry. Gotcha. <laughs> so one day, a necromantic plague sets on the society they've been studying, and Rome's parents catch it too. Uh, ever since, the plague has spread immeasurably, and Rome swears to find who or what to blame and how to stop it slash them. Yeah, so based on that, I did a little a little things. I did as much as I could to base the story off of that, but obviously sometimes you take artistic license. I'm very excited. Yeah, I mean, it's basically a jumping off point. So I'm going to describe to you the story, which will be known as Rome's Chosen Path, which I thought so hard about that episode title, mm. and I'm kind of proud of it. So if you don't like it, keep it to yourself, because I don't care. I fucking like it. Okay. Five years after a global economic collapse due to a necromantic disease outbreak originating in Glimseria, the world was sent into chaos and is now in ruins. No one knows where it came from, and most only care to focus on their own survival in this new landscape. Everyone has a new role in this new society. What will be yours? Will you loot and pillage the remains of society? Will you choose the road less traveled and help those in your path? Or will you seek answers to the questions of this necromantic dilemma? The choice is yours. So... We begin with a brief description of what Rome would already know about this world. So, Miles, I'm going to throw some information at you. It's going to be a bit of an info dump to start. Okay. But it's important that you and the listeners understand how this world works because I'm taking some artistic license with what is essentially a zombie apocalypse. Mm -hmm. So, the world has launched into using a system of bartering and trading items for items of equal worth. Um, so that will be the only way that people will give you things that you want. So there's no mo there's no monetary... There's no money. Okay. No money. You are a member of a survival group in an encampment outside the borders of a large town called Glimrick. There are five members of your group, including yourself, Sam Toils, who is an elf cleric, Annie Harping, who is an elf... A half-elf barbarian. Annie Harping, who is a half-elf... <laughs> Annie Harping, who is a half-elf barbarian Merzol Sugan, they are a half-orc fighter In Faeus Tower, he is a ranger elf The zombies, quotes, of this world Are the result of a mysterious virus infection That is transferred through contact with an infected individual's saliva and blood And I'm telling you this because you have been in this infected world for about a year now mm -hmm. So Rome would know this those who catch this disease do not show any symptoms for the first week, at which point they become fragile, weak, and extremely ill with symptoms including, and now I'm going to use my commercial voice, vomiting, diarrhea, skin infections, kidney infections, a persistent cough, and occasionally skin lesions. And over the next three weeks, they eventually succumb to their illness. So it takes about a month for this thing to kill you. Most die within a month of becoming infected is my next slide. <laughs> God damn it. Um, the only case you know of that that was not the case was your own mother, who lasted exactly 44 days before passing. Oh. Yeah. So your parents are dead, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know that. Yeah. But your mother is the only case you know of that lasted over a month. And they were both humans. They were both humans, yeah. Okay. 
The most common way to tell if an individual is ill in their first week of infection is to cut them to see if their blood is a very dark orange, almost brown color. For races that have this colored blood already, there's no definitive way to diagnose symptoms before they occur. So basically, if someone naturally has dark orange blood, I couldn't actually find a race that does. But if there is, I'm I'm sorry, uh, because I don't know. Of any. For races that already have this color, there's no definitive way to diagnose before symptoms occur. So basically, they might have it, they might not. You won't know unless you see a bite or unless you see, like, them get it, basically. Yeah. Um, for da, 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 After death, 100% of infected individuals with an intact brain will reanimate and become creatures that crave flesh and will do anything to get to it. Those whose bodies are not... Made, traditionally made of flesh are not desired by these necrotic creatures and are usually safe to roam in areas where they are. So let's say someone's a robot, they're unaffected by this whole thing. They won't be going after robots. They're not just out to kill, they're out to eat. This also applies to creatures who are also considered necrotic or undead. So they don't want to eat dead stuff, they want to eat live flesh. Right. That's all you know. So um, we're actually going to start... By doing a history roll. So can you please roll a history roll for me, Mr. Rome? What do I have for history? I have a plus one to history. All right. Uh, oh, do I have... I don't have anything that gives me advantage. Nah, 20. Are you joking? Fucking... Don't I'm... pick it up. I'm coming. Okay, well, whatever. Fine. Do you want me to show you? No, I believe you. You wouldn't have said it like that. I see it. Fine. I'll tell you what I wasn't gonna tell you unless you rolled above a 13. Okay. Zombies in this world have different resistances depending on what race they were when they were alive. Okay. So... It was a natural history. It was a nat twenty to know all of them. So I'm gonna info dump again. During the past year, you've learned a lot about the different aspects of the previously living foes you now face. You know that dragonborn are resistant to heat and cold effects. And I will repeat these things, however often you'd like me to. Mm-hmm. Dwarves are resistant to poison effects. Elves are resistant to charming and sleeping effects. Gnomes have advantage on intelligence and wisdom saving throws. Half elves are resistant to charming and sleeping effects. Halflings have advantage against fear checks. Half-orcs have advantage on strength-saving throws. Humans are resistant to charisma effects. Tieflings are resistant to heat and or fire effects. So, when these races die, those are the advantages and resistances they have as undead. Perfect. Does that make sense? Yeah. We begin. Roll initiative. Okay. <laughs> roll up here. I want to see it. Uh, fine. Uh, initiative. Here, you can roll. Okay, that's a five. five. So that's proficient pl- uh, proficiency plus dexterity. Uh, I believe it's just so. your dex. So. So, uh, I got a five, five seven. Seven. All right. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Sam Toils, your best friend and travel companion, reaches across the aisle to pass you another box of medicine, the reason you're in this abandoned Save More Supermart in the center of town in the first place. You would know that the center of town is the riskiest place to be, 
which is why your encampment is cleverly placed a kilometer, or, for our American friends, a little more than half a mile outside of town. <laughs> I had to add that in because I assume some people are in America. I know some people who listen to this are in America. Hmm. The Save More Mart is... Like any other grocery store, it is, however, a tad smaller. You're in the very back near the pharmacy area. In Canada, some grocery stores have pharmacies in them, just so you know. So this is why I'm saying this. Throwing whatever boxes that look helpful to the group in your bags. Specifically, you are searching for medical supplies as those never last very long in the encampment. Suddenly, you hear the sound of something smashing to the ground near the front of the store. So, do a perception check for me. Perception. Uh, that is going to be a 26. Oh my god. You roll a 19? I rolled a 17. Oh my And I get plus 9. What? It's part of my observant, observant feat. I as hate a scout. you. I don't like this. Okay. Sam looks over at you and says, Well, shit, this isn't exactly what I had in mind for a restock run. What the hell was that? That was at the front, right? Yeah, well, it doesn't matter anyway. We need to figure out how many there are now, so it's up to you. Rome, are we going straight for the exit, taking more shit, or are we sneaking around them? And you rolled a 26. So you know there are three of them. And there's five of us. There are two, two of you at the moment. So it's just me so you and, and Sam. Me and Sam. And you Sam, and Sam is Sam a at cleric. The uh, Sam is a cleric. Right. Um, she is a nature cleric. You would know that. So, um, you know, because you rolled a 26, that one of the infected are a tiefling, one of them is a halfling, and the other is an, uh, uh, an elf. And what are the resistances with those? Um, fire for the tiefling, fear for the halfling, and charming and sleeping effects for the elf. So these infected are resistant to those things. I will uh, tell you, because you also rolled a 26, that it, it is the tiefling that is closest to you. So what would you like to do? So we're at the back near the pharmacy, and I know that there are three near the front. There's one very close to you. It's one aisle over. One aisle over. It hasn't noticed us yet. You don't know that. Okay. I would make you. I would make you roll something else for that. Okay, uh, can I... So our options were to try and fight them and get out the front or go the back through the pharmacy. She said, it's up to you, Rome. Are we going straight for the exit, taking more shit, or are we sneaking around them? I think fighting them would make noise, but I feel like that one's a little too close to kind of ignore it. I will um, say Sam rolled a nat 20 for her initiative, so she will be going first. Okay, um, what, what sort of weapons does she have on her? A long sword. And a light crossbow, a firebolt cantrip, a sacred flame cantrip, um, and then some healing shit. Okay. And some other stuff. Alright, so she wouldn't have picked up on the zombie, so can I can I do a if I do a stealth check, am I able to get to that zombie before her? No, that's not how initiative works. I'm so sorry. Fine. Um, <laughs> she's going for well she can hold her turn for you yeah can I so, can I ask her to like hold her turn um, well you so gotta can, speak to her okay so I, I kind of just look at Sam and I'm like Sam and, like motion to kind of like get down it's like have you decided one aisle over do I know what race it is it's a tiefling tiefling right 
infected tiefling, one aisle over. Okay. Um, what, what do we want to do? That one's too close to ignore it. And if we can get away with that one, maybe we can we've, sneak around the other two. We've gotten away with more with less. I don't know if we should risk it. Do you want to roll to see if the te- if they know you're there? Yes, I'd like to make a, an insight or perception um, check. I think it's going to be investigate. That is a 14. Wait. I need to look at this feat I have. So it's investigation, it's intelligence. Uh, Sam will also I was going to say... Sam rolled... Oh my god, Sam rolled a nat 20 for her initiative, and then she rolled a nat 1. So she's like, I, I don't know if it's aware that we're here or not. Well, I got I got a 14. Okay. Um, You actually don't think that they've heard you. You guys are being pretty quiet. You guys naturally are pretty quiet. You think that these are some infected that they might smell you, but you don't think they know that you're there. Is there anything around us that I can use to mask my smell? Can I make an investigate? Sure. Yeah. Wait, sorry. It's a uh, 18. 18. Let's um, investigate. That's yeah, a... there's like some cheesies. There's like next to the pharmacy. 27, I find cheesies. You found some cheesies. Cheesies are pretty stinky. They're also crunchy. Yeah, you might just want to open them and chuck them in the opposite direction or something. I don't know. Is there anything I can... Quietly grab? Yeah. There, um, you see some cheesies and you look over and you see a little thin thing of salsa. It's in like a, it's in a little jar that you could like pop the top off. Be pre- it'd be your quietest, quietest option. Be about as quiet as whispering. All right. Uh, I'll go for the salt. I'll, I'll like point <laughs> to the salsa. Um, and let's say I'm like, okay, are you hungry? Like what is going on? Our scent. Oh, you yeah. was, you'd rather smell like delicious salsa? Yeah. Okay, cool, whatever. When was the last time one of them went for a jar of salsa? Uh, so would I be making a stealth or sleight of yeah, hand? Yeah, I do sleight of hand. Sleight of hand? All right. It's not... To open the salsa. <laughs> Two. Okay, what is that? Four. You drop it and it crashes. Uh, Sam looks at you like, what the fuck? I tried. So, can I make a... Oh, what was that? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> they can't talk. <laughs> it just, you hear it moaning, you hear it shuffling, it's coming towards you. You've got... I, I'm going to say in real time, you've got about 20 seconds. Okay. Um, can I make a stealth check to kind of reset it, mm-hmm. to go to the end of the aisle and prepare a sneak attack for when it turns the corner? Okay. You've got ten seconds. Okay, three. Uh, Don't use those dice. Eight. Eight? It's coming faster. Actually, it's here. All right. All right. So you've re- rolled initiative. It's going to roll. Uh, What did you roll? For mine, I think I got a... You got a five plus something. I got a seven. Okay. Um... This thing got a 15, so Sam's going to go first. Okay. Sam's going to move up towards the zombie. Wait, can, can I make a perception check real quick to see if the other two are coming this way? Um, You can do so on your turn. Okay. Okay. Um, does that hit? What's your AC, bitch? 
Oh, yeah, Gibby's. I just noticed Gibby's using the dice that I got. Oh, Miles got me some see. beautiful dice for my birthday, which was in July. Thank you so much, Miles. They have it. They're clearly made with some sort of resin, and they've got gold flecks and then beautiful little real flowers in them. They're so pretty. They're big and they're sharp. And they're big and they're sharp. They got really sharp edges. I did a review of them on our TikTok. Um, so he, she is gonna hit. And she's going to hit with her long sword. So I need to find my DH. Okay. Ba -ba 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 -ba. She's going to use... Actually, she's going to go two-handed. So she's going to use a D10. So that's a nine. Ooh, go Sam. Plus one. She kills it. It's dead. Sam... Looks at the salsa on the ground, slaps her head, goes, oh, just wait here. And she waits with, around the corner with her long sword. And the moment it turns the corner, she decapitates it. And the head rolls over to the feet of another zombie that's headed straight your way. All right. Yeah, well, now we can't leave. We gotta fight. Great. All right. Um, so that's Sam's turn. Let me see if she's got any bonus actions. Um, I think Sam is just gonna let you go. I'm gonna roll initiative for this other zombie. Okay, and push the other one as well. Okay. So it's the other zombie's turn. <laughs> um, so sorry. It's gonna shamble over to Sam and it's gonna swat at her. With its little hand. I don't mean to make the zombie sound cute. I'm sorry. Can I give Sam advantage on, like, a dodge or anything? or? She's not... Oh. She's not a rogue. She can't dodge. Well, okay. she could have. She could have if she'd taken her turn to dodge or if she'd taken... If she had decided to do that, she could have. Yeah. Um, so, nope, she can't dodge. Um, it's going to slam her... So 1d6, 1 plus 1. So it does 2 damage to her. Oh, it needs to roll to see if it hits her. Hey, maybe that would help. Um. Oh, yeah, I think that's definitely going to hit her. Oh, no, Sam's actually got really... She's got scale mail on. Um. So no, it doesn't hit her. So uh, the zombie, like, swings at her. She's on the ball. She just like backs up a little bit takes like one step back and um you know is getting ready to swing again um and then it's going to be your turn okay i need to make can i make a perception check or an investigate check to see if sam got any blood on her sure like on like skin contact yeah go ahead it'd have to be blood to like a cut Oh, like an open wound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just if blood gets on you. It needs to be in an open wound or like saliva needs to get into your mouth or into a cut or blood needs to get... So you need to like bodily ingest it. It's it's basically a um, an infection that you can get through like bodily fluids. Yeah. But it has to go into a cut or your mouth or... Yeah. Gotcha. Your nose or something. I mean, that's a... It's a 27. Do to, I get anything... To perceive if she's... She's not been bitten. She It didn't even hit her. You're, she's all good. Okay. You're all good. You're both good. How um, far away... So, sorry, is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. Um, how far away is the zombie from us? 
Um, so it's the elven zombie. You've killed the tiefling zombie. Mm-hmm. The elven one is shambling up to you. It's 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 five feet away from Sam. You're slightly behind Sam. I'd say like seven feet away from you. Okay. Um, would there be any detriment to me using a short bow? Um, if it's within seven feet, you won't have disadvantage because it's within five feet that you would have disadvantage, actually. So you're fine. You won't get disadvantage if you use your short bow. Uh, I think I'm going to... Ooh, actually. So if it's not focused on me, it's focused on her. Yeah. Can I try to sneak around uh, either to its other side, like whichever way I think I can do that, and then try to get a sneak attack? Um, yeah, you're going to have to roll stealth. See if you can do it. Ten. Ten? Um, wait, wait, no, I'm proficient. Oh, hold on. It's passive perceptions eight, so you're fine. Okay, perfect. Uh, I'm going to sneak attack with my short sword. Alrighty, go ahead. Um, so do now you, I actually. Do you know how to... sneak attack rolls work? Uh, yep, I have to be actively sneaked. It cannot know where I am, so I pass the mm-hmm. stealth roll, mm-hmm. which means I can do it. So now I just roll. I think it's just if I'm doing sneak attack with a short sword. Yeah. Um, do I add a short sword or just the sneak attack damage? Once per turn, you can deal an extra 1d6. Okay, so it's on top of. Yep. Gotcha. All right. So, sixth level means I get 3d6 on top of the 1d6 for the short sword. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, so, now I just need to see if I can actually hit it. What is that? What is Seven. It? Nope. You don't hit. So, uh, you try to shoot it, and it hits a really nasty, uh, stale box of cereal in the back, and it kind of rips open the box and the thing, and a bunch of Lucky Charms, or, uh, T-M, I don't know, a bunch of, um, uh, T-M leprechaun cereal spills out onto the floor, um, and Sam's like, oh, snack. Can I make... Okay, before my turn's over, can I make a perception check to see if I um, hear anything else coming? No, because you've rolled perception once in this, so I think you're going to have to wait till your next turn. So it's this Nick, it's the zombie behind the elven zombie, which is shambling up to you now. Um, and the other zombie is going to take a whole turn to get up to you guys, so it's going to go right back to Sam now. Sam is going to take a swing at the elven zombie. Um, so she's going to hit. And she's going to roll d10. 8 plus 1, I believe. Yep, so that's 9 damage. She she um, swings at it twice, takes both its arms off. It's hanging on by a single thread. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's gonna, um, duck back behind this thing. So she's gonna have partial cover, and that's Sam's turn. So now it is the Zomble's turn. Mr. Zombie Zombie is going to take a swing at Sam. Well, he's actually can't really swing at her. He's gonna, hold on. I need to think about this. It's going to headbutt her. Okay, so it's... A resourceful zombie. A resourceful zombie. So, um, she's kind of taken off its arms, it's a little dazed, so it's just gonna swing its head at her, and, 
Um, it's gonna hit her in the shoulder, and it doesn't really do much to her, honestly. Gotcha. Um, alright, so now it's your turn. Uh, I'm going to use my short sword on that zombie. Okay. And, uh, try to finish the job. I'm gonna say you have advantage, because it has no arms. Gotcha. Okay, a 12? 12. Yeah, you, you hit. Plus. Okay. Uh, so that's gonna be... Four... four. Plus... It's dead. Oh. It's dead. The gotcha. one that she was hitting? Yeah, yeah, it's dead. So, um, you stab your short sword straight into its eyes and take its brain out and it's dead. Um, and you yank your sword out and there's another one coming towards you and it is going to go for you, but it's not going to be able to hit you. So it's going to be Sam's turn again. And Sam is going to... Oh my god, oh, what is that? That was a 13. Sam is going to hit this next zombie. Um, and she is going to hit it for 8. So, um, again, this is this zombie is now suffering. And um, it's, it's like half dead. She took out one of its legs, so it's kind of like crawling on the ground now. Um... By the way, it just smells terrible in here. Just smells so bad. These are like rotting corpses coming straight at you. Not even, not even the pasta, uh, the pot, the sauce. No, the the salsa. You don't even smell it anymore. It's at the other end of the aisle. Oh right, we didn't apply it. Yeah, and it, it was moldy anyway. Oh. So you were about to put moldy. I mean, it's been sitting there for a year. So. Great. It's, yeah, there's a reason someone didn't take it. Anyway. Um, it's going to be your turn, Miles. Gotcha. All right. Uh, it's on the ground now. Yep. Uh, and it's focused on her. Uh, correct, because she took its leg. All right. So can I, uh, st- uh, stealth, try to get a sneak attack? Sure. Okay. Uh, that is 16, uh, yeah, 21. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. Okay. Not 20. Well, it's cock. Uh. I'll say that was a nat 20 because it's an uneven surface. All right. It's so Miles got a nat 20. He's absolutely the minimum amount of damage he's going to do is more than this thing has. So boom, you've killed it. How do you want to kill it? Uh, So the legs out, it's crawling on the ground. Uh, I want to put my boot square on its back. Yeah. Take my short bow Mm. and, uh, just fire a shot as quietly as I can into the nape. Yeah, I mean, you would have rolled with disadvantage if you're going to use your short bow because you're within five feet. Not 20. No, not... Fine. Not, no, no, no. Fine, I'll just take my dagger and do, like, quick, like... Yeah. Pop in. Thank you. I have to stick to some rules. Um, okay, so, you've defeated three zombies. Congratulations. Um, Sam... Sam looks at you as you, like, stand back up after stabbing the thing and says, Okay, can we go run Annie's errand now? Yeah, let's get out of here. Okay. Before we do, can I make a perception check to see if that alerted anything else? Sure. You rolled a 19? Plus, that was a perception check, 28. Okay, yeah, of course. There's nothing coming. Um, It was just those three as far as you are aware, so... Um, Sam looks at you and she says, well, okay, we still need to go grab some more ammo from the gun shop like Annie asked us to, but do you want to just head straight back to camp now? 
it'd be fine either way. Let's just do whatever we want to do and then go quickly. So there was something about a gun shop. Annie, um, Annie Harping asked you guys to go to the gun shop for her. Right. Uh, what was she like? Did it seem she, like a? I mean, it's always good to have more guns. How far away is the gun shop? It's right next door. That's why she asked you to go. Because she knew you were coming here. How far away is camp? Uh, it's just outside town. You're not terribly far from it. Mm. Like 15 minute walk, maybe? Uh, can I... Can we... Can I look at Sam and be like... I'm going to say, you rolled a 28. There's nothing around. You okay. killed what was around. Alright, uh, then I'd like to... Sam looks at you and she says, it's, I'll do whatever you want to do. It's just, what do you think? Do you think it's safe? I think we'll be okay if we try to go to the gun shop. Just sure. make Annie a little happier today. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Not that Annie's not happy, but... Mm. Alright, so you and Sam walk over to the ammo shop, which is right next door, which is why Annie asked you to go. Um, so the ammo store is a small corner store with a busted neon sign out front reading guns, ammo, and more. Inside is clearly run down. There's blood on the walls. The tiled floor is broken in places. Bullets and casings cover the floor as if something was dropped in a hurry. In the corner is a skeleton, long transformed into its final form of a lifeless bony heap in the corner. It wears a pair of overalls. (sighs) (laughs) Um... So, yeah, do you want to roll perception to see if there's stuff in here, infected, yeah. like can I that? Make, can I make, uh... Annie's also going to roll. Yeah. Uh, if Annie's going to make a perception or investigation... Or not Annie, I'd like sorry, to make, Sam. Sam, if Sam's going to make a perception or investigation, I'd like to make the opposite. She made perception. So I'll do investigation. Yeah, one sec, what's her perception? Her perception's really good, so... So she got a 16 around that, um... She says, I think we're good in here, so let's just shut the door, do what we need to do, and go. All right, so I'll be making an investigation to find stuff that we can take. Sure. 22. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> um, you look around, you look at the old skeleton, you, you feel bad for it. You, you feel kind of bad for Does it. Does it have a name tag on it? Uh, no. No name tag. Oh. No. They took his name. Yeah. He, That's sad. It's a depressing. Um, yeah. I mean... It's pretty sad. <laughs> Look at over at Sam and be like, do we want to leave anything for Bones McGee in the corner? Oh, um, well, we never have before. Do You know, we've never looked through its bag. It has a bag on it. Right. Do you want to look at the bag? Somehow, I feel like this guy in this this person in Sam overalls, is already inching towards the body. Sam, just just a second. Like instant red flag goes up. There's, what if there's like a live grenade in there or something? What if there's chewing gum? Come on! I think that wins over Rome. Just like, honestly, something to chew on other than old pencils would be fantastic. Where are you getting old pencils? Alright, I'm looking in the bag. Um, So Sam opens the bag and <clears throat> pulls out a little wallet. Um, with a little ID card that says Carrie Umick. You don't recognize the name. You figure it's a woman. Um, and they have a little, little picture of, it's a picture of a woman and a man and a little kid. Or a baby, sorry. And yeah, the, the woman's holding the baby and they look quite happy. 
I think we should maybe just leave this person's stuff here. Well, yeah, I wasn't going to take anything. Like, well, I don't know. You never know with you. You've got sticky fingers, Rome. And you're a show-off. I'm not a show-off. I kind of wanted to just, like, go away from that supermart and not fight those things. Oh, you said I'll do whatever you want to do. Ugh, I did. Never mind. Whatever. So, <laughs> she, like, pats you on the back and laughs, and you guys have, like, a little moment where you're like, oh, yeah, we bicker like this all the time, but it doesn't really mean much. Um, so there's five shotgun shells in a mostly empty box, four short bow arrows. There you go. Ten pistol bullets, a broken pistol, and seven longbow arrows. So you want to take all that stuff? Yeah. What did you roll for your perception, by the way? 22, you said? That was my investigation. Investigation. One ropes perception for me. Perception. 19. Um, all right. That's all you see. So you shove all that stuff into a bag that you brought to like bring with you. Like a duffel bag? Yeah. It's basically your bag to take shit back. And okay. uh, Sam goes, all right, you ready? Yeah. Let's just make sure that uh, we're clear to exit. Yeah. That's probably a good idea. So Sam's going to roll see what she sees um am i sam, oh yeah sam got a, a dirty 20 uh, i don't see anything so i think we're good okay right. um what time of day is it it's about noon okay. midday so it's midday you and sam are on the trail back to the encampment and roll stealth 22 beautiful um, so on your way back, you guys decide not to take the regular trail that you normally do. You kind of had a rough time. You don't really want to run into anything else. So you okay. spot a lone man on your way back to the encampment. He doesn't see you and you deem yourselves lucky to pass without a trace. Um, you also see a few zombies, but you move along before they can catch your scent and you make it back to, um, just like you're about, you're like three minutes away from the encampment. Um, and roll perception, and Sam will also roll perception. Okay. Also gonna look at uh, Sam's Sam, shoulder. Sam looks at you and says, "Do you hear that?" Uh, a perception. Yeah. Uh, twenty-two. It's a great number, apparently. You hear Annie and Phaeus screaming, like okay. at each other. Oh, like yeah, arguing. Like it sounds like they're really mad. <sighs> Oh I think, I think Rome has a minor heart palpitation, but then is like, what do they have to argue about now? I, what? It's everything all the time. Okay, so you guys enter the encampment and you see Annie harping in Faeus Tower very loudly arguing as you approach. And they notice you and Faeus stomps straight towards you and Sam. Um, Before she says anything, can I like address both of them and be like, shut the fuck up. We can hear you from back there. Um, Faeus completely ignores you and he goes, shit, Sam. And Faeus throws his arms around Sam and hug and darts you a glare. Dart, Faeus, which um, one is Faeus? The... Faeus is, he's, um, a ranger. He's an elf. Okay. His name's Faeus Tower. And who was the other one at the encampment? Annie Harping. Annie Harping. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Faeus throws his arms around Sam and a hug and he gives you just like the dirtiest look you don't know what to make of it missed you, you too you could you could roll a <laughs> i want to make an insight check yeah okay uh that is a uh a 
15. Yeah, he's pissed at you because you you brought his um you brought his fiance along without telling him again, which is something that you guys just sort of go off and do whatever and he feels like he should maybe have a say in where she goes. Are Sam and I old friends? <laughs> As a really good friends, yeah. Okay. Um Faeus, I'm fine. I can handle myself. We're both fine. And then Annie chimes in, speaks to you, Rome, and goes, Rome, tell him. Tell him that Sam is fine. He thinks that we are all in some conspiracy to put her in danger or something. Of course Sam's fine. She's a... she's She doesn't think she is, but she is a show-off. Is it too much to ask that I'm told when my fiancé is being sent out to potentially die? Annie, you are the reason they went out and you and your fucking stockpiling. Please inform me when Faeus has regained his senses. And Annie stomps off into the food tent and you and Faeus... And Sam are left outside alone. Uh, Merzal comes over, uh, who's the half-orc, and he, like, wanders over the fire pit kind of awkwardly. Um, he's got an axe on his back, and he's got some firewood, and he's uh, about ten feet away from all of you, and he starts loading it up with wood, and he kind of addresses you all while he's busy piling up his fire and just says, like, I think you need a reality check, Faeus. Sam can handle herself. Faeus just completely ignores him and walks off lighting a cigarette. I'm sorry. Uh, Rome? Yeah, that's... <sighs> he doesn't... He doesn't get it. He didn't have to strive for himself alone for any sort of bit with this. He always had someone, and then he found me, and so he just doesn't... He doesn't get... He's not capable, so he thinks that I'm not capable. Right, it's a projection thing. I don't know, that's what I see it as, but he disagrees. He thinks it's just irresponsible. I don't know. Um, I'm gonna go deal with that now. And she <laughs> walks off and waves and kind of laughs a little bit. Okay. <clears throat> then Urzal's there. Merzal. 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 Uh, I'm gonna go over to Merzal. Um, <laughs> Merzal's my favorite, just by yeah. the way. I love him. Okay. <laughs> I'm uh, going to go over to Merzal uh, and say, so besides those two, how was how were things at camp? No, you know. Quiet. He's like building his, poking his fire. It started now. Didn't sound like it when we got here. No, well, they're always kind of like that, Annie and Faeus, so. Yeah. What'd you guys get? Uh, Anything good? Anything tasty? Tasty? Uh, almost had some salsa. You smell, yeah, you kind of smell like tomatoes. Uh, plan gone wrong. Great. Do not tell Faeus that. What do you mean? Don't tell him that something went wrong. Okay, well, it was, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) And he's, like, poking his fire. Like, he doesn't look like he's doing anything. He just likes to build the fire. Does he... Is, does he go on like any any trips? Or oh yeah, anything? yeah, yeah. But he's like pretty good security to keep around the camp. So you guys kind of leave him back a lot because he's kind of not very quiet. And okay. he's the barbarian, but he he's big. He's a fighter. He's a fighter. Yeah. Right. Um, and he's just good security to keep around in case someone comes along the camp. You guys are more worried about that than bring him along. So he stays back a lot and kind of the security guard. Do we ever like? Do we have any way of like? gleaning information from any sort of like technology or anything that I can like try to update myself on? Um, no. So basically the setting is, which I forgot to explain, you guys were in a modern technology era. However, your 
everything collapsed when the disease hit and everything hit the fan. So, yeah, yeah, no, you don't really. You know what you've seen and what you've heard. Gotcha. But you don't know much else. Um, All right. So. Yeah, I was just going to. I was just going to bring the bag uh, of the bag, the bag of stuff from the ammo shop uh, oh. over to Annie. Oh, okay. Um, so Annie's in the food tent. You go into the food tent, um, and she's there. She's stirring some soup with a ladle. Well, it was a, uh, it, was, it was a success. I am content to hear this. Is Annie, Annie's a, an it, elf? Annie's a half elf. Okay. Right. Did you bring me what I asked for? We brought what we could find, and I kind of just like dropped the duffel bag onto the like to the side of the counter. Oh, this is very good. Thank you, Rome. How long were you and Faze arguing for? Um, not long. Okay. Probably about five minutes. Do you ever, do you ever tire of it? Like honestly, what else do you guys have to argue I about? I almost never start arguments. You know this. Faeus is hard to get along with and yeah. loud. Yeah, no shit. He's pompous, yep. as one would say. Yep. Anyway, thank you for my goodies. Not a problem. Just don't mix them with the carrots or anything. And I kind of head back <laughs> out. I don't know how I would do such a thing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the encampment goes to sleep. Everyone's gone to their separate tents. Um, and actually, Annie, like, kind of set like comes up to your tent um, and comes into your tent because they're just, like, they're not zip-up tents or anything. They're just, like... Like tarp tents? Yeah, tarp tents, basically. Um, and she kind of sits on the ground across from your sleeping mat. Um, I'll describe Annie a little bit. So she has long black hair, piercing gray eyes. She stands at about 5'11", and as always, she has her trusty two-handed sword on her back. She is wearing the undersuit of her combat armor, as she usually does when scouting the encampment at night. Realm, we have to talk. Was I asleep at this point? No, you're just sort of chilling. Uh, she's the barbarian, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, sure. What What about? I know that Sam means a lot to you. I know she was a great aid to you when your parents died. But Phaeus is too out of control nowadays. You know this. Perhaps you and I should begin scouting together instead of you and Sam. Don't you think that will, like, perpetuate the issue? Like, it's... Faeus it's about is... Faeus being, like, controlling and obsessing. Like, it's not healthy for Sam to have to go through that. Sam is an adult who can make her own choices. Yes, but She's Faeus making... is also an adult who needs to make better choices. She's making her choices based off of your choices. Huh. You would go alone if not for Sam. Well, yeah. Sam only goes because you're going... Otherwise, she would stay here, I presume. It's hard to tell. Do you think she would want to stay rather than go with me? I think Sam has chosen a partner in life who wants her to stay, and I think she is with him for a reason. Do you want to roll perception for me? Yeah. Not one. Not one. Um. Yeah, you, I mean, Annie's just talking. She's just... You think it's pretty face value. She's just kind of saying what she's she saying. She sounds pretty face value. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> it's like, no, yeah. Yeah, you're right. And honestly, I would rather 
I would rather go alone than put anybody else in danger. But I mean, if you wanted to go on a like a scouting trip together, that'd be fine. I only say this because you seemed bothered earlier when me and Phaeus were arguing. We well, only argued because you guys went out to get stuff for the encampment, and I asked you to do an extra thing. He didn't know about any of it, as he was out chopping wood with Mirzal. Okay, I kind of see where Faze is coming from now. Perhaps. God, we, we, need, we need to get better at, like, open communication with the group. I do and think I wasn't that mad he's that, pompous, uh, though. I know. I wasn't mad that you guys were arguing. I wasn't mad that you guys were just arguing. I was mad that you guys were so loud. I could hear you when I was... I wasn't even at the encampment, and we could both hear you. Understood. Roll perception for me. Uh, 16. Uh, 25. You hear a blood-curdling scream from the other side of the encampment coming from Sam, and you also hear Phaeus yelling, as well as shambling feet and moaning. Alright, I'm gonna book it out of the tent. So you step outside your tent to see, and can you roll a d20 for me, please? Four. You see four zombies shambling around, wandering aimlessly around the encampment. Mirzal's fighting one in the tent next to yours. Annie stands behind you with her hand on her sword. Sam's scream continues in the distance, and... You can't see Sam or Phaeus. Uh, they're on the other side of the encampment where their tent is, because you all figured, let's put the couple in the tent on the other side of the encampment. Mm-hmm. Um, Annie whispers into your ear, Realm, we must take action immediately. Yeah, no shit. Um, I think... I do not appreciate it when you swear at me. There's four fucking zombies. Let's deal with this. Okay. <laughs> um... Annie is pretty face value. She's not... She's like... You know, she's going to say what's on her mind. And yeah. at that moment, she was thinking, we got to take action immediately. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what do you want to do? So, you can sneak over to them. You could fight your way through. Or... I want to stealth Annie's around to in, try yeah. and find where Annie... Uh, to where, where Sam, Sam and Faith are. Okay. So, roll a stealth check for me. 13. That's good enough because their passive perception is garbage. So you run around um, the zombies and uh, Merzal is holding his own because, you know, that's what he's there for. So he's already killed one of them. See, I, you... I, I just want to look back at uh, Annie and be like, stay with Merzal, help him with these ones. I'm going to go find Sam. Okay, so <clears throat> she's going to do that. She says, affirmative. And she goes over to Mirzal. Right. <laughs> and you kind of skirt your way around. Um, and you see, um, once you get there, that Phaeus has, like, ladled. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. He's, he's killed one of these zombies that's on the ground. And he's just sort of, like, holding Sam, who's gasping for air. And she's, she's, uh, you, she has, she's been bitten, basically. You see that she's... Can I see where... Um, it's on her, like, her, like, collarbone-ish area, so it's, like, very visible. Right. Yeah. Face is just sort of holding her and, like, um, holding a knife in his hand. He's, like, covered in blood. He, he, you don't see anything on him, but you don't know for sure. Are there any zombies around other than the one that's no, dead? No, it's dead. Okay. They came out of nowhere! What happened? We have to go. We have to leave. <sighs> okay. 
let's now. Let, let's deal with this. No, in a we're moment. not dealing with this. We're taking Sam north to the bigger encampment up north. What do you think they're going to be able to do? I don't know. They have more people there. They have a cleric that isn't injured there. All right. And All right. Sam let's has go back fully, and clear up. Sam has fully passed out at this point. All right. He doesn't have the time for that. And he picks Sam up and he's like Just starting the to head out. No, go get Annie and Merzel. Yeah, let's go help them. Go get them. Fuck. All right, I head back and uh, go try to help them go to town on the rest of these zombies. Um. So Annie and Merzal have gotten away from the zombies. Basically, Miles, like real life, you see zombies, you don't want to fight them. You want to get away from them. Right. That is what these people are thinking. Okay. So anytime you're like, yeah, let's just fight them, you're risking everyone's lives. Because if one of them bites you... Right. Bad, right? Gotcha. Like, immediately bad. Okay. So they're trying to get away from them, not trying to fight them. Um, so they've killed one of them, and they're coming... They've already come around to meet you. Like, they're more curious in what's going on with Sam than anything. Um, you see that Merzal had time to grab his bag. Annie had her, like, her sword on her back. She didn't have much else with her. So you guys are all headed back over towards Sam and Faeus. And roll a perception... Uh, roll, um... Sorry, uh, history for me. Uh, 17. Beautiful. Um, so you know there is an encampment to the north. And they have helped you guys out before. That's how you guys know that they're there. Okay, and do I know the cleric there? Um, you don't know the person by name. You know they have a cleric, like a pretty good one, for because they are one of the only ones for a large encampment. Right. So you would, you think it's a, probably a good idea, because these zombies are, like, coming at you guys, you, and Sam does not look in a good way. Right. All right. Um, once everybody's kind of, like, reconvened outside the camp... Um, Annie, Annie, and Merzal kind of looks and goes, oh, fuck. Yeah, oh, fuck. Annie kind of goes, we must retreat. I look over to Theus and I'm like, all right, lead the way. Okay. Oh, sorry. Wrong voice. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I have four different voices that I have to do here, okay? One of them is my own because I could not be bothered to make another voice. Um... So, fam, uh, fam, <laughs> Faith is carrying Sam up north. Um, it's going to take you guys about an hour to get there, so you all take shifts carrying Sam. Because um, eventually Faith just, like, he gets tired because he's been carrying a full human being for mm. a while. Um, and she has scale mail on. Um, so, you head up. Um, roll a survival check for me. It was almost a 20. Survival? Yeah. 15. Oh, that's actually pretty good. Uh, so you make it to the encampment in about an hour. Um, and it's going to roll. Okay. Um, and Sam is unconscious and covered in blood. Um, you know that she was bitten. You can literally see the bite. Um, and you arrive in the dead of night at the northern encampment. Faeus, Merzal, Annie, and yourself have all taken turns carrying Sam, who is now wrapped in a sleeping mat to keep her warm and 
keep her infected blood off of all of you. As you arrive, you are carrying Sam and the Watchmen spot you approaching. Um, this encampment is more sophisticated and is also larger than your own was. There's large stone walls protecting those inside and watchmen on the walls. It's like an established camp. Oh, yeah. This is a big one. Um, and from above, you hear, Halt! Reveal your identities! Who approaches? Jesus Christ. It's him again. <sighs> what? <laughs> you know this person? Are you to say that you know this person? Uh, just exasperating. Oh, okay. Roll mm. roll perception. 16. Uh, 25. All right. I'll say you, you might know his face. Um... Are any of you infected? So you can tell the truth or you can lie. If we've been here before, do I know how far it is from the entrance to the cleric? Uh, five minute walk. Five minute walk. It's a big encampment. Is it clearly visible just amongst our group that Sam is in a bad way and bit? Um, she's wrapped in a sleeping mat, so no. Okay. She, she looks in a bad way. It's a human being being carried, and she's obviously bleeding, but... Okay. Um, you can't see where she's bleeding from. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna lie. You're gonna lie? Yeah. Other than a... It's, I will say it's easier to lie in this case. Okay. Than to try to persuade them. Yeah. So... And Sam was bit here, so that's like where... Right like, in the clavicle between her neck and her Can anyone looking at her shoulder. see, see where that's coming she's from? She's wrapped in a sleeping mat. You can't really see who it is at all. Like, you can't see who it is or where they're bitten, if they're bitten. Hmm. Any of it, really, so... You'd just be rolling a straight deception check if you were to lie. No, no one's bit. Just camp got run over. Needed to... Needed to rejuve somewhere. Roll deception. What do I have for deception? Deception? Six. That one there in your arms is bleeding. Had a trip on the way here. Uh, kind of fell on her on her shoulder. You see another guard walks up and he whispers something in his ear. Can I make a perception check? Um, You don't need to. From the stony entrance emerges a short hooded figure with a staff. Allow them entry. Stand. Oh, wait, that's not the voice. Sorry. <clears throat> Allow them entry! Stand down! Can you not see that one of them is injured? Madam Court, they may be infected. Are you folks willing to bleed for the truth and entry into the city? Help for your clearly infected friend. Sorry, willing to bleed? She wants you guys to cut your hands to show your blood. To you're, see if it's a color. You're asking... Oh. Are you willing to bleed for your entry into the city? Yeah, sure, whatever. Okay, so everyone agrees. Everyone cuts their hands. Um, everyone bleeds normally, save for Sam, whose blood is now bleeding a darkish orange color. So, uh, this person who was addressed as Madam Court, follow me, my new friends, I will show you to the cleric quarters. You all follow this short figure into the encampment, um, which you now realize could be more classified as a city than anything else. There are buildings being built here and temporary tents erected everywhere. Some buildings are complete. Um, including the one that Madam Court leads you into. Um, so you all enter this gorgeous building, brand new building, complete with plush pillows, a fireplace, and a sickbed. 
Um, there's fresh herbs and dried meat uh, line the wall to the east. The southern wall with the sick bed against it is stacked with medicinal bottles and herbs. Madame Court takes down her hood as you all enter, and you can see she's an old halfling cleric. She beckons you all to sit on the couch, and um, you place Sam, who's still unconscious, on the sick bed before taking a seat. Um, and you go, you go sit down. Phaeus is just like staring you down as you put Sam down. Um, but your attention is pulled away from this when Madame Court begins to speak again. Tell me why you've come, young ones. Uh, she's doing she's doing that thing where she's talking to you, but she's also like preparing something. She's not looking at you. Mm-hmm. Camp got run over. Wasn't paying attention. One of us got bit. Ah, I have heard of your encampment to the south. Last I heard, you were all doing well. Yeah, we were. Clearly, um, your situation has shifted. Yeah. You are in luck, young ones. Because I have been unable to recruit adventurers willing to go out and find some well-needed answers due to there being no incentive for them to do so. Madam Court looks over at Sam before continuing. You all seem to be incentivized. No. I'm going to look at Merzog and Annie and Faeus, even Merzog. though he's like... Merzog. What did I say? Merzog. Merzal, like, looks at you, and he can just tell you're mispronouncing his name in your head. <laughs> make a face at him. Don't do that. He's mean. He'll kill you. Oh, okay. He's actually a really nice guy. Anyway, continue. <laughs> look at Merzal, Annie, uh, and Faeus, and kind of look at Faeus like, I know you're not going to go anywhere while Sam is like this, so... Uh, I'm gonna beckon to Annie and Merzal and be like, yeah, uh, yeah, sure, we're incentivized. I thought as much. I will tell you what I know then. I met a man five months ago, Cedric Umic, a man very ill indeed, who had secrets to tell on his deathbed. Just, wait, Umic? Yes. Did he ever, did he mention anything about a partner? Yes. Let me continue my story. Cedric claimed that his wife had crafted a cure to necrotias, the name his beloved had given to this horrible disease we are now all under the threat of. Unfortunately, she died three weeks before his illness began. But he carried a mysterious vial with him he did, and claimed if I were to inject him, that his symptoms would disappear and that his blood would return to its normal saturation because he was already a dead man. We injected him indeed. And then, out of the next room, a man wheels in on a wheelchair, smiling, carrying a book on his lap. And I suppose my wife was right after all. I suppose she was. So, yeah. Madame Court goes on to explain how Cedric did get better. Uh, but unfortunately, his legs had gone necrotic before they could inject him, so they performed a double amputation after his symptoms cleared to prevent a whole separate infection from taking place. If you want to help your friend save her fate, save and save her from a fate like mine and like my wife carries, you might be inclined to do us a favor. We don't have the complete recipe for the formula my wife concocted. She and I were rushed at an ammo shop in Klimrick many months ago, and unfortunately we were separated, and I was too weak afterwards to go back and gather her body. I'm gonna give Annie a quick side eye. Annie? Huh. Annie blinks at you. 
Okay. She wasn't at the ammo shop earlier? No, but I know that she asked us to go there. I wonder if there was, like, any other reason. Oh, okay. And he blinks at you. Just sort of, like, doesn't know what you're doing. Do you want to roll insight to see if she knows anything? I look back at Cedric. Um, and he's now confused. He goes, hmm. Um, I was too weak afterwards to go back and collect her body. I made it here afterwards, and the rest I suppose you know. Carrie always wore a blue pin in her hair. It's it's the key to our basement. She kept all her equipment there. It has to be there, the recipe. I I would go with you, but my travelling days are now over. Will you go? I mean, yeah. For Okay, wait, what kind of door is it to your basement? It's it's a steel door. Okay. Right. Yeah. It's you can't you can't really get it's it's a steel trap of a room. That she right. had built because of the things she was working on. Okay. It was Carrie's last wish to see this world cured. She said that maybe even fully infected and reanimated folks could be cured somehow if she could tweak the recipe, but she never got the chance. And he tears up a bit, and Madam Court like puts her hand on his knee because that's about where her <laughs> her head is. Yeah. Well, he has a knee. He's cut off below the knee. Right. Um, and then they look to you and your group. Um, and he goes, "This sounds intriguing." Yeah, sounds like our sounds like our best bet. Rome thinks about his parents, um, and then kind of looks at Sam and is like, "Yeah, I'm not. I'm not." about to lose anybody else if I can have a say in it. Um, so Cedric, um, is happy to hear that you guys will help, and he gives you a map, um, of the area surrounding Glimrick, and he circles his home on it. Um, he also asks of you to grab some photos from the house of him and his wife and their child. Um. What happened to your kid? What happened to anybody else's kid? Gotcha. I'm sorry. Thank you. Um, so you all sleep before heading out to the eunuch home. Annie pulls you aside before you go to bed and says, Realm, we should head to the ammo shop first. I believe that Mirzal will be staying behind to guard Sam here. Phaeus is coming with us. Guard Sam in one of the most heavily protected encampments we know of? Mirzal is not quiet. We know this. Right. Okay. And we need at least three of us, unfortunately. And roll insight. What does she mean? Uh, nine. Uh, ten. Um, Annie's not happy about Faye's coming. Neither am I. She's kind of really unhappy about it. She doesn't, you know that Annie doesn't like Faye's. That's why they argue so much. Yeah, I mean, they argue so much because they just clash. Um, So you guys sleep. Um, They give you some provisions. Cedric, you know, thanks you guys again. Uh, He's, like, thrilled that you guys are going to go out and do this. Um, They've been trying to get people to do it for months, but no one is, like, motivated to go do it because everyone's like, why the hell would I go out there when I'm living in a nice city? 
what's the what's the uh, why would i do that yeah i'm already safe yeah and you know they usually don't let infected people in so you guys kind of got lucky we were an exception well i guess madam court caught you on the right time Hmm. um so face looks at you guys and says are we all set to go yeah just a couple of things real quick i don't know what kind of beef you and annie well i do you guys just don't like each other. You don't know the half of it. All I know is what it takes for something like what happened at our camp to happen again. So if you feel the need to argue or raise your voices, think again. Sam's here and we need to make sure that we come back to help her. You don't get to worry about Sam. I've known Sam for a lot longer than you have. So tone it down. <laughs> Can I make an intimidate check? Uh, sure. Activity check for him, and then a persuasion check for... I don't have to worry about Annie, I don't think. Uh, you can if you want. Right. I'm, I'm going to make an intimidation. What do I have for intimidation? Uh, Persuasion's not that much better. He's, he's right. going to counter this, by the way. It's 15, uh, 17. Uh, um, he's not scared of you. He just sort of goes... <laughs> um... Merzol remains here. He will guard her. Us three, we can handle this excursion that's set off. Annie kind of looks at you like, oh, okay, well, I guess he's calling the shots. You're all, so they walk on ahead. Um, you're all walking out. You go out last, and Madame Court kind of grabs your arm, pulls you back for a moment, and says, There are dangers out there. You cannot predict Rome. Remain alert. Return to Sam safely. And she pushes you out the door. Yep, fuck, Okay. Um, roll a DC 13 stealth. Please and thank you. Yeah, 19. Oh, yeah. You don't run into any infected on your way to the ammo shop. Okay. Or 20. Sorry, if that makes sense. It doesn't make a difference. Okay. You already passed it. Um, all right. Let me bring up my info for the ammo shop. What time is it now? Oh, you guys set out in the morning. It's like 7 in the morning. Okay. So you get there around like 7, 8. Oh, sorry. You get there around like 8.30 or something. Um, the ammo shop. You walk up, you see that busted neon sign, everything looks normal, boom, you go in. It's clearly been visited after your last trip. Other people come through town all the time, right? Like, it's not really rare for people to come to through Glimmerick. Um, Carrie's body in the corner, however, is now intentionally crushed to pieces. It's been shattered. Um, like someone booted her skeleton basically and the ammo shop's empty you don't see anything we didn't come here to loot so i'm going to investigate what was her name carrie carrie i'm going to investigate carrie's remains yeah, and dusty, see if i can find dusty dusty remains see if i can find that blue hairpin yeah it was a blue hairpin uh investigate 13 just a sec wait I might have something that oh, can help Oh, you us. get advantage because you know that it's somewhere around there. Sorry, I had that written in my nose. Right. You get advantage. So, 13. It's cocked. Can I fix it? Sure. Oh, there we go. 25. Okay, beautiful. Um, So, you find the pin under her bones. It's beautiful. It's like a bright, dazzling blue pin. Clearly, it was like custom made or something. Like mm. It doesn't look like something you just go buy in a shop. It's got, like, beautiful, like, carvings on it, almost like a key would. Mm -hmm. 
So, like, it's clearly handmade. This, You know this is what you're looking for. Must be a specialized basement. Jeez. I'm going to turn back to uh, Merzal and... Or no, not Merzal. Merzal's not there. Annie and Faye. Yeah. Be like, all right, got what we needed. Let's get out. Great. Let's go. And he kind of turns around and Annie, like, kind of shrugs at you and goes, Well, we found what we were looking for. Yeah. Could I make a perception check to see if I hear anything coming our way or sure. anything? 21. 21? Fuck you. Damn it, Miles. Damn it! I was hoping you wouldn't do that. Um, so just as, um, Theus is, like, walking towards the door and he's about to, like, cross the threshold and infected swipes through the front. It doesn't touch him, but, like, there's an infected right in front of you guys. Uninfected. What species? Um, you can tell this is a half-orc zombie. Half-orc. What's that resistance? The resistance of the half-orcs, I believe, is um, strength saving throws. So they have advantage on strength saving throws. So, um... I'm going to look over at Annie uh, and say, play smart. Roll, roll initiative. So that's the zombie. Uh, 17. Five. Annie got a one. Um... Okay, so it's going to go you, um, you, Theus, Annie, uh, the zombie, and then Annie. Annie's going to go last. All right, and it's just the one zombie. As far as you can tell, yeah. Okay, I'm going to uh, take my short bow. I'm assuming that I'm far away enough to... Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, you're over five feet away, but I'd say about your ten feet. All right. Uh, but Faeus is, like, right up with it, right? Faeus is, like, face-to-face with it now. Right. It's tall, though. Right. So you've Half got, orc. you've got its face in your view. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna look at, uh, Faeus, uh, and say, play safe, not hard. Ew. Just kidding. Don't <laughs> say that to him. You know what I mean. No. Uh, and then I'm just gonna, I'm gonna ignore him and then, uh, cock the bow. Stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rolling bow. <laughs> Roll for bow. Oh my god. If Miles, if one day we have t shirts, can we put Roll for bow on it? That'd be amazing. It'd be amazing. And then just put a d20 with the number 8. <laughs> That's what he just rolled. It's 8, short bow, 12. Ooh, a 12 to hit this zombo. Mm. This zombo, let me bring up his stats. 12 will hit. All right. Uh, so that's 1d6. Six. Six, six. Uh, four, ten. Ten? Uh, you shoot it in the brain, and it's still up. Oh, motherfucker. It's, fucking... it's gurgling. <laughs> fucking orcs. All right. Um, did I say it was the orc next? Or did I say it was Faeus? Faeus. Faeus. Okay. So Faeus is going to... Um, take his short sword, um, and he's going to use his extra attack feature. You may make two attacks rather than one. He's a ranger, hunter, um, and he's going to attack twice. So, um, he's going to roll to see if he hits. So he got an 11. Oh, fuck yeah, that hits. And then that hits as well. So he's going to take two attacks. Um, so the first one deals six damage, I believe. Uh, yep, six. 
and then seven. Um, he uh carves this thing from, from bottom to top, sticks it in his in its like stomach, and carves straight up to its neck. Its guts fall out everywhere, and it just collapses to the ground. And you guys kind of look at each other like, holy fuck, that could have been really bad. Yeah, I just like give him a quick nod like, you all right? He just like kind of rubs his face and walks out and starts smoking a cigarette. He's he's not all right. Mm. His fiance is dying. He's not all right. And as far as you guys... I meant like physically. No, I know, but that's the only thing you think of, I guess. Yeah. Kind of look at Annie again and then... That was a close one. You guys acted pretty quick. I think we both want... The same thing. Let's go. Affirmative. So I guess uh, we follow him outside. All right. He's outside smoking, waiting for you guys. And you all look at the map and you're going to head towards the Yumik Hall. Can I make a stealth check just to make sure? I would like you to. I'll make stealth and then can I make a perception check as well? Uh, Do stealth first. Um, That's an eight. Okay. Roll a perception check. 28. We're going to do a group. We're going to do group stealth. So you got what? Eight. Eight? Um, Faeus got a... Something. And Annie got a... Uh, six. I'm going to say that's two out of three that passed. Uh, would you... You got an eight. Eight, eight total? That's two, two out of three that did not pass. Yeah. So, um, okay. You guys, you got 28 perception? Yep. You see a human zombie coming up from around the ammo shop as you guys are leaving, and Annie kind of looks at you and goes, we should go. Do I recognize the zombie? Uh, roll perception? You didn't grow up in this area, so I don't know. Eight. Uh, 17. No, just a zombie. Its face is kind of half melted off, though, so you don't really know. Mm. You don't recognize it. Okay. Yeah, let's go. Um, Just continue on. All right. So um, Annie um, leads the way. You and Face are kind of holding, you know, holding back. Um, She's got the map. She's really good at navigating. Mm -hmm. Um, And you all make it to the house relatively safely. You see a couple zombies on the way. You guys kind of skirt around them as best you can. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna... Um, yeah, you get there pretty safely. Um, so, sneaking most of the way to avoid trouble on your way. You guys are kind of loud though this time, because you've brought Annie and she's a barbarian. Um, the home is a pretty decent size. It's got two bedrooms, um, and you guys are just sort of like checking it out i'd like you to roll some investigate only two bedrooms oh no yeah okay uh 16 um all right 16 i'll do it um you don't see any infected inside um the door is broken down though obviously things have been stolen from this house um so you guys go upstairs um you see cedric and carrie's bedroom normal bedroom and then you see a baby room uh it's decorated for a baby it's got oh, an, I should have grabbed the wallet. It's got an empty crib that sits abandoned in the room, and photos of a child who you rec, uh, photos of a child and who you recognize as Cedric hang on the walls, and a woman smiling brightly holding the baby. This is the photo you saw in the wallet, actually. 
Um, and I'm going to grab whatever photos seem important. So it's hanging on the wall. Do you want to take the frame and everything, or you want to just take the photo? I'll take the photo so I can, like, fold it up without worrying about glass. Okay. Sounds good. And, yeah, this woman in the photo is smiling brightly, holding the baby, um, and she is wrapped in Cedric's arms. They look very happy. So, you you know, that's all there really is to see. Uh, you find some toothpaste in the bathroom. You take that. You feel like that's probably valuable. You see a couple toothbrushes. You're going to take those. I feel like scrappers can figure out something to do with toothpaste. You and he takes it, and he goes, this is valuable to me. Don't eat it. I am not going to eat it. Okay. Rome. What? Do you think that half-elves eat toothpaste? Hey, I, I knew a guy one time, all right? It was weird. I am not a man. No, you are not. <laughs> she kind of, like, turns her head sideways and looks at you weird. Can I make an insight check? <laughs> sure. Uh, uh, 17. She's so fucking confused by you saying I knew a guy. She doesn't know what that means. Annie's, again, Annie's very face value. She's like, she thinks that you think she's a man now. I knew someone who was a half-elf who ate toothpaste like it was candy. And so you now make such stereotypes on me? No, no, that's not, that's not what I was trying to do. No, this is I was weird just... behavior, Realm. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. She's just staring at you. I'm... She's trying to decode it. Annie, real quick. Yeah. You sorry? That's not the one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That was the voice. Annie? Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it now. Stop sorry. It. Don't look at me. Okay. Annie, look, I was... Yes, Rome. I was making a joke, and it wasn't very funny. Oh, I... All there is to it. I comprehend now. Okay. You're just not very funny. Well, fuck, okay. I'm just gonna start checking out the other rooms. She's just sort of standing at the top of the stairs, confused. Faeus kind of, like, pushes past her. She kind of, like, looks at him weird. And then they both come down the stairs. Um, you want to look for the basement? Yeah, I got that one picture. I guess do a general sweep, see if there's anything. Yeah, you valuable. see more pictures in the living room. You see pictures of Carrie. Um, you see a couple of pictures of the baby in like a baby swing in the backyard. I'll, br- I'll bring whatever pictures I can find that don't seem like a nuisance. Um, wow, that I mean, is so cruel. Big, this man lost his wife. Pictures, this glass. man lost his wife. He lost his baby. And you're like, I'll take whatever isn't a nuisance to me. Whatever's convenient for me. I'd like to get back alive. So he'll be lucky <laughs> to have anything. Wow. I take pictures that will make no noise. Great. And then I guess, yeah, like a general sweep you for take valuables. a bunch of photos. Yeah. Um, for valuables? Like any, any medicine and cabinets? Uh, there's no medicine anymore. It's been pillaged. Okay. No food, no medicine, no ammo, no guns, nothing. All right. On to, um... The basement? Oh, wait. Uh, is there anything around that I can, like, mask scent with, just in case? Um... Like dirt or anything? Dirt? No, it's a home. Okay. No, That's no... been raided. I'd imagine like boots have brought dirt in or something. No, I'm so sorry. There's no dirt in this home. Well, that's weird. All right. <laughs> is there dirt in our home? Probably. No, wait, there is because I have a bunch of plants. If it was abandoned for months, there would be dirt. 
Do you think dirt just seeps into the walls? Yeah. I'm going to let you sit. I'm going to look for the I'm basement. Gonna, I'm going to let you sit in silence on that one. I'm, I'm looking for the basement. No dirt. I'm you don't find it. Um, what? You find a pile of dirt. I find a pile of dirt. No basement. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, so the basement is down a set of stairs, a large okay. steel door at the bottom. He was not fucking kidding. This is like a bank door huh. to a vault. Just like address Annie and face. Like part of me thought could have could have kicked it down, but. I do not believe you are strong enough to do such a thing, Rome. Yeah. Faeus kind of looks at you and goes, yeah, there's no way y- you're kicking that down. I thought it was like a wooden door or something. God. He said it was steel. Were you yeah. not listening? Do you not listen when people tell you important things? I listen, when, Im- I listen when important people tell me important things. And I'm going to go open the, the door. He fucking... You know, flicks the end of his cigarette. Um, so you stick the pin in a a like little hole that looks like it fits perfectly, and Annie spins the thing, the the handle. It's like a door. It's like a vault door. Yeah. So she spins it and it swings open. Um, so give me an investigate check. Eighteen. 18. Perfect. Um, the door opens. You were met with a musty smell. Dust covers every inch of this basement. Clearly. Oh, now there's dust. Miles, dust and dirt, different different things. Okay. Crazy. I know. The concept, wild. I can, couldn't believe it the first time I heard that, too. He's looking at me like, I should have just shut up. <laughs> um, you're met with a musty smell. Dust covers every inch of this basement. Clearly abandoned long ago. But weirdly kept in time as it was. Um, you know, you see active work was going on here. You search every inch of the room. You find medical herbs, hundreds of books, like hundreds of books. Like she had books on science, philosophy. Uh, she had fiction books down here. Clearly she spent a lot of time down here. There's actually another crib in the corner. Um, it is also empty. Um <clears throat> No, sorry, there's a rattle in it. Um, and, yeah, so clearly she spent a lot of time down here with her baby um, and doing her work. So you find vials, beakers, test tubes, liquids you do not recognize, some that you do. A large binder labeled concoctions sits on a desk. Um, I'm going to shut the door behind us. Okay. Um, and... Lock it again. That is a good idea. Yeah, just in case. Yes. Um, I'm going to... Uh, can I make an insight check onto Annie yeah. real quick? 23. Just chilling? Why? Nothing weird about what she said? No. Okay. I'm going to open the... I'm going to open the binder's concoction. Um, what do, What's Faye doing right now? He's just chilling. They're both just chilling. They're looking around. Face is like spinning some liquid in a vial, like a little beaker. Mm-hmm. Annie's like just sort of like uh, putting her finger on the wall and like picking up dust and like scuffing it off of her fingers. They're just sort of like they realize that you found what they're looking for, so they're just waiting for you to finish up. Yeah. Annie, come over here. Yes. Uh, I'm just gonna like have her see if she will like also kind of look at this like concoction thing with me, go through it just to see, even if I don't understand it, if it looks like this is the thing, this, like, this alone is what we need, or if there's things that go with it. Okay. 
So you guys flip through it. Um, uh, roll investigate. 22. You flip through and you find one recipe in particular, unlabeled, partially stained, but intact as Cedric had promised. All right. For this, what? Necrositis? Is that what it was called? Necro- nec- necro- Necrocious? Necrocious. Necrocious. Yes. Thank you. So Annie's like looking over your shoulder and she says, that looks like what we are looking for. Yeah. Um, do you guys find anything else? No. Um, you're looking through the, you know, you want to make sure that it is, because it doesn't say the word on it, but you figure that's what it's for. Does it have anything to say about, like, um, like, blood and, like, color or anything? Um. Anything to do with infection? It doesn't, it's literally just a recipe. Are the things listed in the recipe in the room? Um, Yeah. All right, I want to grab those just in case. And it says concoction. There's nothing else that had it. Can I look for, like, a secret panel or a secret door or, like, a button or anything? Yeah? You will investigate? Uh, 19. 19? Um, you're, like, feeling up the wall. Um, you're not really finding anything. And then, from behind you, you hear, like, a weird gurgling noise. Okay. I turn around. You following me? Phaeus and Annie stand behind you. Phaeus's eyes locked on you. Annie's eyes locked on him as she plunges her sword deep into his stomach from behind him. You watch as he slumps to the ground and he's reaching towards you and Annie retrieves her sword from his body. Rome, this is the answer to our problem. With Phaeus gone, we will once again be safe. We can save Sam and save her from him. We no longer have to worry. Will you remain agreeable, Rome? Annie? Yes. Fuck. We both hate him. There... Okay, yes. Oh, God. Um, it was through his chest. It was through his stomach. Through stomach. If somebody dies immediately, do I know how long it takes for them to, like, come back? What are you talking about? That's not how the disease works. He's not infected. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. He doesn't have the disease. He'll just die. He's not dead. And also, you know that if someone is infected, it takes over a week for them to even start showing symptoms and then three weeks for them to die. So he's just dead dead. He's not dead. He's on the ground. He's still alive. Oh. Right. Okay. Um... I think I'm going to, like, try to, like, inch down towards him, but, like, still looking at Annie. Like, Annie. Do not touch him. Annie, you can't just kill people. Why not? Because they're trying to make it just as much as we are. Oh, so you think that those zombies just showed up out of nowhere and that they didn't show up as a result of Faeus screaming. Well, yes, I know it was a result of that. I know that you guys were fighting so loud that that happened. And now Sam's on a stretcher. Yes, it's all his fault. He came up to me and started an argument. He can learn. He can't if he's dead. You're right. He can't. Mm-hmm. You are seeing my way now. Sam will be better off. I'm going to use an action to, uh, I'm assuming he's making death saving throws. I'm not going to tell you anything. All right. I'm going to 
use an action to go down and see what, like, what his condition is. Rome, do not move until I have confirmed that you are agreeable. You do not touch him. I don't agree with this. We don't just kill people. You know who just kills people? Zombies. What the fuck is a zombie? <laughs> That's not what they call them. What do you call them? The infected. Infected just kill people. People try to survive and help other people. Who is he helping? Trying to help the person he loves. Mm. Trying. Failing. Fuck it. And I go down to help him. She is going to roll initiative and you are too. Not one. Yep. Um. So Annie isn't going to injure you. She's going to see if she can... Um, roll an athletics check. What'd you roll? And that one again. Wow. Okay, so she's going to grapple you. Opposed athletics. She's going to grapple you. Just a second. You can move up to half your speed as a reaction when an enemy ends its turn within five feet of you. This movement does provoke opportunity attacks. Does this still work if you're grappled? So she has me actively grappled. Yeah. Fuck. Where's my phone? I need to put my phone down this. Oh my god. In the dark flash, Annie had a phone. And she talked like a weirdo the whole time. She didn't know how to use her phone. Um, it can't be as simple as, like... It's an opposed athletics check. You fail. Right. Alright, so she has me in a grapple. Um, what can I... You can also try to get out of the way with a dexterity check if you'd like. If you'd like to do that instead. Yeah. So she rolled a nine. Could I? Could that be an acrobatics check? Yep. Okay. Was that another one? Not one, but that gets to a nine. Exactly. It's a nine versus a nine. But it's, an, it's a nine as a result of a nat one. Yeah, so you don't get it. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So your speed is now zero, and you can't benefit from any bonus to your speed. You can use your action to try escaping, make a strength check. The guy grappling you makes a strength check to try to hold it. If your check is higher, you escape. If their check is higher, nothing happens, and you're still grappled. Um, alright. So. Can't do shit. Um, Annie's got you in a grapple, and she just says, Rome, Rome, calm down. Annie, we can't just kill people. He needs our help. He does not need your help. Oh, fuck. All right. Um, so now it's going to be your turn. Oh, and she's going to use a bonus action to rage. Great. Uh, I'm going to take... And that's an opposed strength check? Correct. Wait, could that be athletics or just strength? Nat 20. You're not getting out. What if Unless I rolled a nat 20? Roll a nat 20. Roll a nat... That's five. So sorry. I'm so sorry. Annie, Annie says, um, it is pointless. Will you continue this pointless fight? Can I make a, can I make like a, uh, like a medicine or investigate check on, um... You can look at him. Yeah. Uh, 17, like, would that be an investigator perception? I'm gonna say it's insight. Insight. 24. Uh, he's not dead. You look. It looks like he could be helped. All right. Well, he doesn't look like he's 
he's dying, but he's not dead, and it looks like he could be helped. He could be saved. He's not a lost cause, essentially. Right. Um, so we're still stuck in the grapple. Yeah. So it's her turn now. She's... Wait, okay. She's... Annie, I'm going to try to make a persuasion check here, if yes. I'm allowed. You can try, but um, you can't convince anyone that's, like, two degrees to the left, basically. Right. So, yeah, basically, you can try. Mm. But I don't know how well it's going to work. I'm just going to say that up front. Go ahead and make your roll. Okay. Uh, while, like, trying to, like, get out of it, uh, I'm just going to direct to Annie. Annie, why are we here? What do you mean? We're here to get the concoction to save Sam. Exactly. And what does that concoction mean outside of Sam? It could help the whole world. Exactly. We're human. People. I am not a human. We're living beings who want to help other living beings. Otherwise, why would we care? Faeus does not want to help other living beings. And she's going to roll to attack it. You rolled persuasion? What was it? I didn't roll persuasion. Roll persuasion. No. Sorry. It's like a nine. I'm going to uncanny dodge, take half damage. Uh, if she even hits. What's your AC? My AC is 11. Um, it's 11. Yeah, she's going to hit. I'm so sorry. Um, she's going to hit you with her hand axe. Okay. She's going to do 1d6 plus 4. So, six damage. Um, she's going to hit you right in the hip, okay. I guess. I'm going to take three damage. Yeah. Um, she's going to hit you in the hip with her hand axe. She says, Rome, I do not want to hurt you. I actually like you. You don't like living things enough to leave them be, though. I don't like Faeus. Not a good enough excuse to kill him. Yeah. Okay, fuck this. That was super out of character, I'm sorry. Yeah, so it's your turn. You have to roll to try to get out of it, and she's going to roll to try to keep you in it. You have to beat a five plus strength. You have to beat a nine. I need to roll an eight or higher. Ten. Ten? Eleven. All right, you break free. So she hits you with her hand axe. She says, Rome, please remain agreeable. And then you break free. And you're ready for your next turn. But it's her turn in the be- in the meantime. And she's going to um, do a reckless attack. So she gets to roll this attack with advantage. But it means that on her next turn, uh, she ro- uh, you roll with advantage. I believe that's how reckless attack works. Okay. So... Uh, that's two. Good thing I did this. Thirteen. That's gonna hit, and she's gonna do exactly. Uh, actually, she's gonna switch her weapon. She's gonna use her great axe. So she pulls out her great axe, and she's going to two-handed slash you with one d twelve. Oh, it's a two. One d twelve plus four, so it's a six. Uncanny dodge. Alright, Uncanny Dodge, so you take three damage. So she's gonna swipe at your legs, and she's gonna, like, uh, get your ankle a little bit. Realm, I do not want to hurt you. 
I don't care. You don't respect life enough to care. You're more dangerous than he is. He, like, groans on the ground. Oh, shut up. All right. I'm going. <laughs> He's dying. I'll get to you in a second. Um, I'm going to uh, try to attack her with my short sword. All right, go ahead. Seven. Nope. All right. Disengage. Oh, you get, you get advantage. Oh, I do. 20. That's going to hit. All right. Um, 1d6. You really didn't leave me any choice, Annie. Uh, seven points of damage. All right. I did leave you choice. I didn't attack you. I could have. Very easily. I could have attacked you instead of that zombie at the ammo store, like I was going to do to Phaeus. Why didn't you? We got run by zombies. We had to get out of there. Right. So you've just been wanting this for how long? Since our argument. I've been waiting for a moment. Do you hear yourself when you talk? Fourteen? The hit? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so you can hit you for ten? Uncanny dodge. Alright. Five. Five? Alright. Fuck. I, I need some... What do you want? How many hit points? Thirty-four. Okay. God, if I could just grab him. Alright, um... She's gonna roll. Perception check. She doesn't know that you're concocting anything other than hitting her. Alright. So she just ended her turn. Correct. I haven't done anything yet. No. I'm going... You did uncanny dodge. You don't have a reaction. That's all. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm going to take a... Uh, I'm going to use my action to... Uh, bonus oh, action... Uh... Does that reset on your turn when your turn starts? Well, it's just after after a person's turn. So I think since I've already used... Yeah, I think you've used it. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Okay. Um, I'm going to disengage uh, okay. and run for the door. You're going to abandon Faeus? I'm not going to abandon him. I'm going to try something. Uh, you're going to disengage, so that's a bonus action? Yep. Okay, and then you're uh, gonna run for the door. I'm gonna run for the door. Actually, open it. to disengage, it takes your whole action, right? Uh, cutting action is a bonus action of mine, where I can dash, disengage, or hide. All right, you're gonna run for the door. I'm gonna run for the door, open it, try to run up the stairs. Yeah. You just hear, oh, there's nothing to stop me from finishing off Faeus now. Fuck. As Turns you back around. Start running up the stairs, abandoning right. her one target. Okay, bonus action over. One really smart. <laughs> bonus action over. Run back to her and try to. Uh, Can I just know what you wanted to do? I was gonna try and like get her to come with me upstairs and oh. just start making a ruckus to see if I can like get zombies on her or the infected. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. She just wants to kill Phaeus. If you run away, she'll kill Phaeus. She'll kill Phaeus. Right. Okay. I Just will... thought I'd let you know. Yeah. Before you did something real dumb. I will. <laughs> um, ooh, can I? Is there a light switch? Is there a light switch? Um, you guys um, are using like candles, basically, down here. There's okay. no, there's no electricity. Can I? Uh, can I hide? Yeah, you can try. Do disadvantage though, because she's staring right at you. But 
But I mean, like, okay, so can I use my actual action to, like, try and, like, blow out or knock out the light? Sure. Okay. Uh, sleight of hand. Sleight of mouth. 19? Yeah. You can knock out the lights. All right. You can do that, and then I'm going to... half-elves have dark vision, though. Fuck. You're right. So, she's like, okay, we will do this in black and white, I suppose. Yeah, she has superior vision in dim conditions. Um, any chance I can still do an attack? Um, no. <laughs> you okay. did an action. You used your action. So that's your turn. That, that nice try. I'm, I'm lenient, but, um, that is gonna hit you 13. Yeah. Plus whatever, um, and she is going to attack you. So she's just gonna hit you with her two-handed thing. That's a nine plus four, so thirteen. Thirteen. You can uncanny dodge. Yeah. All right. So is that rounding up or down? Yeah, you always uh, do it the way I've seen in experience people do it. You always do it to the advantage of the player. All right. So I would. That's 13, so I'm going to take 6 damage. Yep. Alright. Alright, your turn. Short sword. Short I mean, sword. Unless there's anything around that I can, like, try to knock her out with. Um, there's a lot of bookshelves? I don't know. You rolled pretty high when you came in here. You see bookshelves? She's, like, standing next to a bookshelf. Because, like I said, there's hundreds of books in here. Can I try and knock down a bookshelf? Or, like... Like potions or anything, like a quick perception or investigate to see if there's like if I if I hit her with it, like it would like knock oh, her out. Oh, that's a good gas. idea. Sure, yeah. Roll. Um, I'm gonna say fifteen or more. You find something that could hurt her. Twenty. You Even find like, something like really good. I was gonna say like something like chloroform or something just to like sure. knock her out. Yeah. What'd you get? Investigate. Yeah. Uh, eighteen. 18? Alright, you find something that could hurt her. You find, like, a vial of, um, acid. I'm gonna throw it at her face. Okay, can you roll an athletics check to see if you can throw it? Athletics? And that one? Um, you drop Five. it Five? You, you drop it on your foot. Fuck! And you burn yourself, you're gonna take... I'm only gonna take one damage. Sorry. She says, oh, was that for me? Shut up! <laughs> um <laughs> that's how Annie laughs. It's gonna haunt me. <laughs> Don't be rude to Annie. She's she's, she's scary. Been, she's been nothing but nice to you. She's scary. She's not scary. She's so morally she's like dissociated. A nice, nice looking she's not morally dissociated. She's just she's socially awkward. Yeah, that's and a way to put like, it. She doesn't like Faeus and I don't know if Rome would know this, so I'm going to say this, like, out of character or out of... But, like, I think Annie's thought process in the moment is, like, there's no laws in this new world. So who's to say that I can't kill him? Yeah. That's why she's scary. Because she is... She has the ability to realize she can get as unhinged as she wants. Sure. Yeah. I mean, half-elves are known for being a little chaotic. Yes. That's kind of their thing. But... You should have seen this coming. Fuck, okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. No chance of me sneak attacking. Uh, you just use your action to try to throw that at her. So, no. Yeah. 
Uh, Do you want to roll a luck check to see if there's more than one of those things on the shelf? Yes. Sure. I, I, okay. Give me a dirty 20 and there's another one. Or nat 20. Dirty or nat. Investigate. Or luck. 12. I'll say luck is... Survival at this point. Sure, yeah. I get a 19. No, this is only one. All right. Sorry, bud. Fine. Uh, my turn. That's a seven. Oh, she's definitely going to hit you. She's 14 in total. Great. Hishiko. Hishiko. Wait. Can he dodge? Yep. Oh, God. You're going to take four damage. Roll a... Roll an insight check. I'm going to help you out here. Uh, 18. 18? I'm going to say... You see Faya slightly behind her looking up at you. Am I able to use any sort of a moment to, like, stealth a look at him and then... Yeah, if you roll deception, I'll tell you what you have to beat. One sec. You have to beat a four. What did you get? 19. For deception? Oh, yeah, you beat her. You beat... So she didn't see it. So what kind of look do you want to give him? I want to give him, like, a... Let's see if he gets it. I... Yeah, it's like, whatever you can, find shit and do shit. Okay, I'm going to roll initiative for him. Um, all right, so now it's going to be his turn. And he's going to take his long sword. Um, he's... No, sorry. he's He doesn't have a long sword. He has a short sword. Um, he's going to take his short sword and do what he can. So he's going to try to hit her with disadvantage. Because he's... Okay, so he's going to hit her, even with disadvantage, and he's going to roll 1d6, 3 plus 9 damage to her. So basically he's going to, like, with all of the energy he has left, fucking knife her in the ankle, and she, like, falls and looks at him like, fuck. Can I make- It's her turn, so no. 17. She is going to hand axe him. Alright, you see that she tries to cut his foot off with the hand axe. Jesus, okay. It doesn't quite come off though, but she tries. She gives it a good old try. Love that. Yeah, and he's brutal. Alright, it's your turn. She's distracted with him. Can I look around for... Again, like, I don't... Yeah, roll investigate. I'm going to say 15 or higher, you find something you can damage her with. 20, you can find something really good. Investigate? 21. Yeah, bitch. You find some chloroform on the shelf. All right. You'll need some sort of rag as well. So it's an object interaction to grab it. I don't need a rag. Okay. I'm just going to dump it. On her face? Yeah. It's going to go into the air. That's why people put it on rags, I'm pretty sure. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty toxic. All right, never mind. Uh, can I just grab, like, crumpled paper or something? Or, like, a rag or whatever? You just rip something off your own shirt. Yeah, I'll, I'll tear a shirt and um, Or, like, yeah, it. whatever. That's Am your I... object interaction. Yeah. Now you have your movement, your action, and your bonus action. You don't have a reaction. You used Uncanny Dodge, I believe. Oh, no, right. you didn't this time. Because I wasn't she attacked. Didn't ad- yeah, so right. you have all of those things. All right, so I'm going to sneak. Okay, sneaky, sneaky. If I sneak, do I get bonus action? Not, not about snacks, but do I get advantage on trying to, like, get the chloroform on her? Sure. Okay, so I'm gonna... Yeah, because it's technically a sneak attack. I'm gonna try and sneak. 23. Yeah, you sneak over. 
Right. She's busy with him. She's trying to cut his foot off with a hand axe. Right. So uh, now I get advantage to try and chloroform her. Uh, what would I add to this? Oh, that's Slight. an attack. Actually, I'll say it's sleight of hand. Sleight of hand? Yeah. All right, that's that's a 17. Okay, roll again. Secret to two. Yeah. So you're chloroforming her. I'm going to say it takes a round for her to get knocked out. Okay. So she still has her turn. Actually, it takes about 30 seconds. So, like, I could be more cruel and say it takes five rounds. No. <laughs> no. Honestly, I've, I've, oh, laid in, no. I've laid in this thing with chloroform. Yeah, like, Miles, it takes a little bit for someone to pass out from chloroform. If she can get out of this, then you might be screwed. So just, I've, like, I've got it, like, over her mouth. and just, like, any in. She's just going to try to resist this. Be agreeable. Be reasonable. That was an at one. God damn it. Annie. Fucking Annie. Narrator? Don't summon the narrator. How dare. I'm ha- I'm 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 glad I I did a, a success. Annie passes out from the chloroform. Alright. Uh do a perception check. Nineteen. Nineteen? Um uh, she's really passed out. She's not fake passing out. Okay. Um Phaeus is on the ground. He's not dead. He does need medical help. Okay. Is he making any throws or anything? You don't know. Can I do a medicine check? Sure. Untrained medicine check? Untrained medicine check. 14. Okay. Um, I'm going to say you can stabilize him for now. I'm going to say stabilize for two hours. And then he's going to start doing death saving throws. Okay. So you have exactly the amount of time you need to get back to the camp. Like, that's how much time he has. So you need to decide right now what you're doing. You cannot take the both of them. You're not strong enough. I'm taking... If I lock the door from... Are you going to lock her in there? If I lock the the outside of the door, can she get out from the inside? Uh, You could look at the door if you'd like. I'll I'll investigate the door. It's going to be an investigation. 21. No, and I'm going to say no because she would need the key... Or she would need electricity for the pin pad on the inside of the door. Because there's a pin pad on the other side. So I'm going to say she cannot get out from inside without the pin or without electricity. So if you take the pin, she can't get out. I... Oh, God. All right. I'm going to... I'm going to say you have, like... You got to decide. Okay. She's not going to stay passed out forever. He's going to start dying in two hours. You have almost exactly two hours to get back to the encampment. And that's considering if you don't run into zombies. So you really got to go. I'm going to look at uh, Phaeus. Okay. Think about how much we need to get back to Sam. And how much of a threat Annie poses. And I am going to quickly start a fire in the room whoa and then lock the door <gasps> murderer is it really yeah when you kill somebody that's murder it's it's self-defense it's self-defense she, for a bigger just group. locker in the room she will go ape shit on everybody just to get to me and Faeus. most i'm saying Faeus. this room is so well made she locked in there. She ain't getting out. So you could drop Faeus off and go back for her. I stick you, by what I said. You gonna burn her? I stick by what I said. All right. I mean, I'm not trying to convince you. I'm just giving you multiple options. Yeah. Um. I th- I think I think Rome is just in the moment. Like this cannot happen again. She ought. She's obviously. Roll an insight check. 
11. Okay. Um, uh, nine. Um, yeah, I mean, in the moment you're like, yeah, this is a good idea. I'm going to burn down this man's uh, possessions. Yeah. And the only memories of his wife and child. I think the big, the big thing is I've got pictures. I've got some pictures. I've got the concoction book. I got what he asked for and what we need from here. I've got somebody who needs help and taking out somebody who would have presented uncountable future problems. Yeah, I mean, that's what she thought about Faeus, so she'd probably agree with your logic there. It's 100% how she felt about Faeus. This is someone who's causing so many issues that I he cannot he cannot be allowed to go on. Gonna look at Faeus to see if he's, like, looking he's at me out. at all. He's passed out. Oh. He's unconscious. All right. He used all of his energy to stab her in the ankle. Are you grabbing him, by the way? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, I, I grabbed him, started a fire, like, at the doorstep. So the fire is and then burning. And I lock it. Um, and the door's locked from the outside. What do you have with you? So I've got, I've got some, like, pocketed pictures um, mm-hmm. I've got the concoction booklet mm-hmm. and I've got, uh, Faeus. And All I've also right. got, I've also got the, the hairpin key All right. to lock the and door. And you lock it out from the outside. All right. Um, as soon as you lock it, you hear screaming on the other side and I assume you just walk out of the door. I walk back to camp with Faeus. Um, as you're walking away, you notice that the house isn't burning down. I didn't, I didn't want to burn the house down. Oh, you I just totally to... just set the house on fire. That's 100% what you just did. No, like, start start a fire on the inside of the room and then lock the door. Yeah, that's how you start fires in homes. I thought it, I thought this was like a secured basement. Yeah, I'm sure a house fire would explode some things in the basement. Okay, all right, well... But you notice it's not happening as you're walking back. Can I make an inside check? Sure. Eleven. Um, Annie's pretty smart. You think either she's dead and the fire is contained in the building, in the in the basement, in the sealed area. Or she's found a way to stop it. Or she just put the fire out and she's still alive down there. You don't know. There's no way for you to know unless you go back. But you don't have time to go back. No. You're going to let Faeus die if you go back. So. I keep going towards camp. You keep going. Okay. So. Uh, roll... I'm gonna roll. You do nothing. You just sit there and look pretty. Okay. I look beautiful. Alright. Nothing happens on your way back. You don't encounter anything, because I rolled pretty... Basically, if I had rolled like a 20, you would have had a bunch of zombies following you. Mm -hmm. I rolled a 6. So you got nothing. Okay. Below 10, you're safe. So you're walking back to camp. Let me just bring up my notes. You return to the encampment with a barely alive Faeus grasping for life. Um, I'm going to quickly roll a death save for him. Can I give him the help action? Um, sure. He passed it without you. Okay. So he's got one check mark. You quickly run him up to the cleric's quarters and he's laid next to Sam. Madam Court gets to work patching him up. Madam Court looks at you and says, Annie, she was left behind, yes? It was a calculated decision. Was she responsible for Mr. Tower's current condition? Yeah. She doesn't look up at you as she speaks, and she works in face as she speaks. I see. 
Unfortunate for you and for Mr. Tower. I'm sorry about your friend. However, the friend that you have saved here should recover. Did you succeed on your quest for Cedric? Um, is Cedric, like, in the room? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna just take out He's whatever... looking at the photos you brought back. Okay, so he's already got them. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, um, you gave them back as soon as you got there. I'm assuming, in that case, that Madame Court has the... Concoctions book? Yeah. Thank you for returning this to Cedric. Yeah. Sure, it'd be good to see his wife's handwriting again. How's Sam doing? Sam is holding on. It takes approximately a week for the infection to begin affecting the individual, so she's fine for now. How long is this concoction going to take to make? Uh, a few days. Okay. Three to four days. How does Rome feel right now? Definitely thinking about the fact that the fire didn't burn down, and that could mean one of two things. Sure. Um, Either it worked or it didn't. Yeah. Not very good. Um, he's mad at Phaeus for being irresponsible and probably knowingly and getting us into the situation, but also f realizing that he, the decision that he made to leave Annie the way he did is exactly what Annie would have done. To Phaeus. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he's trying to, I think he's trying to... He's going to roll something right there. Okay. Um, Madam Court looks at you and says, I can see that you're wrestling with something, youngin. What? Second-guessing a decision. What was the decision? To abandon Annie? Did you get overrun? No. Did she attack you? Yes, but only because I attacked her first. Why would you do such a thing to Annie? If I didn't, she would have killed Phaeus. So you sacrificed one friend for another. Phaeus argues, and he's loud, and he's stubborn, and he's a pompous little shit. But he's, he doesn't go against... He doesn't go against common sense to the point that he is as dangerously disconnected as Annie was. Or is. What was Annie's fate in the end? I don't see any smoke coming from, like, the distance or anything. Are you going to look in the direction of the house? Yeah. Well, perception. Twelve. You don't see anything. I'm going to turn to uh, Madame Court and say, I don't know. You don't know? I can only hope she's gone. Hmm. Interesting. She um, goes over to Cedric, whispers something in his ear, and he goes out the door. What do you... What What? What was that? Well, we have to alert the watchman to watch for Annie in case she comes back with a vengeance, youngin. Okay. I don't believe you did the wrong thing. However, you did what Annie would do, which is the thing that you're criticizing her for. Perhaps you will live with that, knowing you could have done better. Or perhaps you'll get to watch your friend be happy and you'll feel okay with your decision. He doesn't say it out loud, but he thinks to himself, I think my decision came with a little more humanity in mind. Um, so, what do you want to do now? Are you going to go to sleep? I'll go check on Merzal. Merzal's standing in the room there, too. He's, like, looking over Faeus, and, you know, he's kind of looking at you funny. What's up? Where's Annie? Annie forced me to make a decision. That's pretty vague. I locked Annie in a basement and set it on fire because she tried to kill Phaeus and then tried to kill me when I tried to help Phaeus. 
Sounds reasonable. Probably what I would have done. That's the scary part. At least she's done. At least she's gone. Yeah, at least she's gone. No he, like, deception. Himself. Uh, thirteen. Uh, he kind of looks at you funny and says, "What's that supposed to mean?" I didn't see any any fire coming up, so either she's dead or as smart as we know her to be. Hmm. What kind of thing did you lock her in? A basement with a steel door. I locked it from the outside. Basement with a steel door. What kind of room was it? It's like a study room, sort of. Yeah, but like, what are the walls made out of? What are the floor made out of? Do I remember? Yeah, it was like a vault. Yeah, it was like a, like a steel vault. You mean you locked her in a room with no oxygen? Well, no, because we locked the door. And if there were no oxygen, we would have died while we were in there. So obviously it's some no, kind of No, Miles, that's not how that works. Would have taken a while for you guys to use up all the oxygen in the room. Okay, but if there's three of us breathing... Would have taken a couple of hours. Yeah, so I'm assuming that it didn't run out of oxygen for the fire to, like, go out or anything. You don't know. Fires fires produce CO2. Hmm. You don't know. That's it's kind of what he's getting at, though. He's like, hmm, okay. Well, I don't know if a fire will take... In a room like that. How would you know that, Morzel? But she can't get out? As far as I know, I looked at the lock. I locked it from the outside. She should be in there unless she MacGyvers a key or something. I see, I see. I think you're probably good. How do you feel? I liked Annie. Like, like liked her, liked her, or like... No. Annie was my friend. Yeah. Well, she was... She was, like, our friend, too. All I'm saying is I got along with her more than Faeus. But if she had attacked me, I would have wanted you to do the same thing, so. Yeah. Pats you on the back, kind of to let you know, like, there's no hard feelings. Like, I get it. It was our decision sort of thing. Like, he's not mad at you or anything. He's just, like, gonna miss his friend. Yeah. Because regardless of whether or not his friend did something shitty. It was his friend. It was his friend. Um, alright, I'm gonna say you guys all go to bed, and you wake up the next morning, nothing weird has happened, um, Cedric comes in from outside and reports to Madame Court, who doesn't say anything, you assume no good, no news is good news. Can I listen in? Sure, if you want to eavesdrop, I would like you to do investigate, and then I'd like you to do deception roll. Uh, 23 investigate. Okay. Now it's whether or not they, they notice you being sneaky. Deception? Mm-hmm. Seven. Okay, so they definitely notice you peeking in. Madam Court darts o- her look over to you and says, Boy, if you'd like to know what we're saying, we could just include you in on the conversation. I didn't want to be rude. Oh, eavesdropping is rude, my dear. Well, yeah. Let me in. All right, I'll tell you. <laughs> um, she lets you all know that, like, nobody saw Annie in the night. They believed that if Annie were coming, she would have been here by now. Uh, unless she's concocting some weird long play plan, then she thinks that you're okay. Like, they're still going to watch out for her for indefinitely, basically. So it's pretty much believed that she's not dead at this point. It's believed that she's probably locked in that room, yeah. She either put the fire out and is locked in the room, or the fire got to her and she's locked in the room. That's what you think. That's what they think. Okay. 
uh, based on what Cedric said about said to Madame Court about the room and how Carrie had it built. Probably not getting out of there anytime soon. Okay. Um, but she does say, um, we will send a party out to go investigate in the morning, tomorrow morning, okay. just to go and see if she's still there. I think I'll stay out of that. Well, they're just basically going to walk up to the door, and if it's locked, they're going to assume her to be in there, dead or alive. Okay. So, with your old encampment gone, you, Merzal, Faeus, and Sam, you know, decide to remain in the northern encampment. Madam Court trains you all in injecting a cure, which works. Carrie developed a cure, and then died before she had time to give it out to anyone. And people who believe that Cedric was just speaking shit so that they could that he could go get like family photos and old memoirs and you know stuff from his wife they were wrong he actually was telling the truth about his wife who was some sort of crazy genius so Merzal, Faya, Sam, uh, and Sam decide to remain in the northern encampment and you do as well Madam Court trains you all in injecting the cure for the infection that was previously known as necrosis and now is only known as a disease that swept the world in the history books. Carrie's cure was so effective that even 60% of those who were reanimated after dying were able to be cured to some extent. Uh Depending on which areas of the body the infection primarily lived in. So for, for Cedric, it was his legs. So he lost his legs. Some people lost their arms. Some people lost their heads. Obviously those people didn't come back um so it depends on what major organs or what so basically there's there's a lot of like terrible effects that necrosis had on people but some people came back and are like cedric and i think he maybe you know he'll find a way Mm. um sam having been saved before the infection could make her sick marries face who is turned over a new leaf not as angry he's got a cool scar near-death experience will do that to you change you a little bit and you eventually become uncle rome and they have some children oh my god yeah so you're fun uncle rome you teach them sword fighting and you think perhaps your adventures could have taken you elsewhere perhaps you should have taken annie up on her deal but You're content with the life you now lead, and you're now the head of security in the encampment, which is now a city known as Romus, home to the Museum of the Undead and the man who risked everything to save the world. The end. Wow. Wow. Did you like it? I loved it. That was that was a lot of fun. It's a, funny how What a moral escapade, huh? I really yeah. wanted you to make like some crazy decision at the end, and I was glad you did. I wasn't trying to talk you out of it, by the way. I just wanted to make sure you understood all of the things that Rome would be thinking about. I think cuz it's hard when you're not in that situation. Yeah, I don't think Rome would be I don't think Rome would just straight up kill Annie and leave. I think he had to... He had to make it stupidly difficult for her to survive, but not just straight up kill her. Sure. I think that and was easier I'm on I'm going to roll a d20 right now, and I'm going to say nine or below, Annie survived and is just in the room, and they're just not going to let her out. Or ten and above, the fire took her out. That's two. Annie was alive. She put the fire out. 
So she's just been in that room. So she's just locked in the room, and they're just going to let her stay there and die. Because they don't have any other choice, really. Right. You let her out, she's probably going to be ready to attack. It's funny how, no matter how many times you go to, like, zombie apocalypse... It's never the zombies that are the biggest threat. It's always people. Yeah, I mean, I wanted zombies to be somewhat of a threat for you to always be thinking, oh, fuck, is there one around the corner? Well, that's corner? so many perception checks, like, stealth. Yeah, I know. Mm. This one was just full of, like, investigation and perception checks, and that's just simply because you gotta be, you gotta have your head on a swivel in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Um, that was so much fun. Thank you. Thank you for playing. And my throat is starting to hurt, so I, I'm glad that it didn't take as long as we normally take. We normally record for approximately four hours, and then I cut out about an hour, so an hour, an hour. Um, so this one will probably be approximately two hours long, maybe two and a half, depending on how much I have to edit out. Mm. But yeah, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Yeah, it was... It was... It was a lot of fun for me to be back in the seat of a player. And next time it'll be Gibby's turn and I'll have a story for you guys. Yeah, I'm super excited to see what we come up with. I haven't come up with any sort of characters yet, so I guess I'll, we'll work on that. We'll make social media posts and I'm going to edit this one and hopefully have it out really, really soon. I'm going to try to blow through this editing. So I guess we'll see. I think we had a lot of fun with getting out of the spellcasters, even though we've only like done three episodes now. Yeah. Um, Trying out a different class is fun. So yeah. Maybe next time it'll be a class that neither of us have done and kind of switch oh, up the You know what? Again. I kind of want to play Barbarian, though. I, I, you know, we haven't talked about which races and classes we normally play. I normally play a half-elf because that's like my happy medium sort of race to play. Yeah. And then between a fighter and a rogue, I'm still trying to get the hang of spellcasters and spell slots and everything. But my first character that I played with uh, Emma Cole, actually, who was my first DM and introduced me to yes, D&D Emma, officially. Yes, Emma, just as a reminder for people, um, Emma Cole is the person who made our cover art and came up with the name Partners in Crit. Yeah, uh, she she had a campaign where I played Hi, a... Emma. Hi, Emma. Hi, Emma. Uh, I know you're listening to this. Hi, Emma. <laughs> she, she made a campaign and my character was a half-elf rogue... Yeah. named Ranuin. Well, whose dice you were rolling with today, and I was like, why are you doing mm. that to yourself? The dice that I was rolling today was the first set of dice that I ever bought, and it's the set of dice that I used for Ranuin. And he rolls like shit with them. I rolled a nat 20 for the first time. So these, I know, I know. These dice are chaos incarnate. It's crazy. The first two rolls were nat 20s. Yeah. You rolled a nat 20, and then uh, Sam rolled a nat 20 mm. for her initiative. Yeah. They rolled... And then like, she rolled a nat 1. <laughs> These dice rolled horrifically for Ranuin, yeah, but they seem to have they seem to have turned around a little. I bit. literally, I don't think it was the dice. I think it was Ranuin. Yeah, Ranuin haunts the dice. It was it was a traumatic experience that campaign for him, but uh, Emma ended up laminating my character sheet for him and put it in a frame. Yeah, I mean, she no, sorry, I put it in a frame for you. She gave you the the character sheet. I gave you the frame. Right. But you know, the, the frame is not the important part. Um, Emma, she's stealing your thunder. No. I was I was being appreciative, and oh she's stealing God. your thunder for saying that you you she didn't get the thing. That's so rude. 
dude, I was just clarifying that I'm pretty sure that's how it went down. We bought you a frame for it. Thunder Stealer. Oh my god. I'm going to cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. We could talk for hours about this, and I've thought about maybe um, we could do like a sit-down podcast where we just talk about D&D. Mm. Partners in Crit, shoot the shit. Oh, God. that's I like how it rhymes, but I hate the terms shoot the shit. Why? I just think it's crass. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about it off of recording. Um, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Thank and- you. Um, we'll catch you on the flip side. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning into this episode. If you liked it, there's more to come. You can catch sneak peeks at new episodes on our social media pages. We are on Instagram and TikTok under the username Partners in Crit. That's P-A-R-T-N-E-R-S-I-N-C-R-I-T. We also have links to our website and our social media in the show notes. Thank you to our friend Emma Cole for our lovely cover art. See you next time. Bye.